0: Hey, welcome to Connection Over Coffee with me, Phil McAuliffe, the loneliness guy. Today we're going to have a great chat with Matt Lansedel from Inspired to Be Authentic, all about the stigma of loneliness. Say hi, Matt.
1: Hello, guys.
0: This podcast is all about destigmatizing loneliness and promoting authentic connection for gay men globally. It contains content relating to the mental, emotional, and physical well-being of gay men. If that's going to offend you, or anyone else in earshot, now's the time for you to move on. Okay, with all of that said, how about you and Matt go and get us a table where we can chat, and I'll go get the coffees sorted. Here you go. If this is the first time you've connected over coffee with me, welcome. I recognize that you may have just taken a huge step in engaging with the thoughts and feelings that you might be a gay man who's lonely. I recognize this as a big step and the courage that it's taken you possibly taken you to just press play right now. I'm proud of you and you've picked a fantastic episode to press play on because we're going to ta- we're going to talk with Matt Landseidle about the courage that it takes to engage with the thoughts and feelings of loneliness because of the stigma we experience about it. Matt, welcome. So Thank pleased you. to have you here.
1: It's great to be here.
0: Before, before we jump into the topic of the day, uh, uh, being the stigma of loneliness, who are you? and why why are we gonna be talking to you about the stigma of loneliness?
1: All right. <clears throat> um, so I, uh, I have a company called Inspired to be Authentic. Um, my branding came from a moment in time when I asked myself the question, how do I want people to feel in my presence? what emotion do I want people to feel when they're in my in my presence and I first started off by saying I want people to feel inspired right that's what I wanted people to feel and then it didn't quite feel complete and I was still kind of chewing on that I'm like you know um, I want people to feel inspired to be authentic (laughs) and I had a light bulb moment and um, you know a lot of a lot of what authenticity is it's showing up in your fullness and in, in your true nature and uh and connecting with people yeah and um, the main motivation behind my work is to help gay men um find their truth become confident in that truth and share that with others in in deep meaningful connection um so the word loneliness for me is so meaningful and it brings up a lot of stuff for me because of my experiences growing up and feeling lonely a lot of my life and feeling disconnected a lot of my life so i think um, our brands align magically. So yeah. I'm really looking forward to this conversation and um, I'll, I'll unpack a little bit more about my story and who I am as we go. I think it'll, it'll naturally, yeah. organically work its way in. But yeah, that's kind of uh, the starting point.
0: Yeah, uh, and and well, I don't know if, if a better starting point could have been arrived at um, because one of the things that I did want to really dig in and you you have just said it uh about loneliness and feeling disconnected the and i i I think that is almost the uh like the, the the summation of loneliness as an issue uh in the 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 I don't want to say like the popular media but uh but you know there's a lot going on at the moment as uh as a result of the pandemic i think loneliness has come to the fore but mm-hmm. the listener um knows that uh, i've i've written on this and i've said this a few times uh in in the podcast that that the pandemic has merely highlighted the level of disconnection the social lack of social connection that was already there that we had been wallpapering over those cracks for a very long time but why is it why is it that when i see uh you know books on the topic and um of of you know loneliness um or read articles in the newspaper or see articles online um about loneliness that it's not loneliness that's being talked about, it's connection. Why why is that?
1: So I think when I even just say the word lonely, there's there's a part of me that wants to judge that word. That the, and that's the social stigma of the word lonely. It means that there's something missing from my experience that I that I have to spend my time in this 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 dark energy um, because I'm applying judgment. Mm. To the word lonely, and I I, I wrote a quote um, maybe three weeks ago that said uh, loneliness without judgment is can can be solitude, but the key piece for that word for that was can be because it's all about how we want to perceive our experience. Do we want to perceive our experience like something is missing, or do we want to perceive our experience like something? Um, as an opportunity to invite something into our experience, right? It just depends on how we look at it. Yeah. And then when I say the word connection, for me, it it it's a word that's loaded with hope and opportunity. And I think a lot of people, when they use that terminology, um, people avoid that. And that's I think that's beautiful to have this conversation today because the word the word loneliness, it's a legitimate experience that we have as human beings. And I think what I would want to break down today is looking at okay, what's the difference between loneliness and aloneness? Yeah, yeah. Is it the is it the judgment of the experience, right? Because either way, you're alone. Um. So, anyways, that, that's kind of what comes up for me when when you ask me that.
0: Yeah, and and I think you know there is. That's a really good way of cutting and, and, and slicing it um, because alone, being alone can be a choice. There's, there's, there can be a choice in solitude uh, and indeed actually something, it can be inspiring. You know, someone who, you know, goes about, you know, I want to say a quest of, of something, whatever it is, but, you know, determines, you know, sets a goal and, and goes off and, 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 and does it. So yeah. you know, there's there's something about something potentially inspiring about um, about being alone uh, and and restorative, indeed restorative. But yeah, loneliness. I I have the sense that oftentimes when we realize that we're lonely uh, and experiencing loneliness, which is an absolutely normal human emotion to experience loneliness is at its core as we know simply an invitation to get the kind of connection that we need we're not meant to live in the state of loneliness we're meant to go huh actually I need to take steps to 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 um, to connect I want to get to that bit just in in a moment but that loneliness we often wade into our loneliness and it's not until years down the track that we realize that you know we we don't have any meaningful connections with with other people and then you know it seems like we're at the at the at the base of a cliff looking up uh, and we need to scale that to get the connection that we need but it's been a very gentle, oftentimes, um, descent into that loneliness um, where we we have waded kind of through busyness, perhaps. Through busyness, you know, lack of awareness, numbing, um, a whole range of, of, of issues. But yeah, I think, what do you say then, Matt, when... Uh, you hear people, uh, you know, in your coaching practice, you hear your clients say, or you hear within yourself that I can't be lonely because I've got so many people in my life. Like I'm surrounded by people. What do you say to that?
1: You know, I immediately asked myself the question when you said that, how, how can I be connected to if i can't or how can i allow myself to be connected to is is the key how can i allow myself to be connected to if i can't allow myself to be seen that's the discrepancy that's the issue here Mm -hmm. because connection happens meaningful connection happens in an authentic state when we are willing to be vulnerable when we're willing to put ourselves out there and i think the common experience that a lot of gay men have is they have this experience growing up where they have a really hard time being authentic because our authenticity means we're risking rejection, um, we're risking violence potentially, so we hide who we are. Mm-hmm. Okay, And then what ends up happening is we go through this experience of, of hiding who we are and we carry that into all aspects of our life. And what the what the product is is an adult gay male who doesn't know how to actually connect in deep meaningful ways. So we, we experience a ton of loneliness as as gay men because of this reason. And I think the anecdote to loneliness is not actually connection, it's vulnerability because when we when we practice vulnerability, we're, 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 we're telling the world that here I am, I want you to relate to me, and everybody relates to everybody when we're vulnerable because we see the humanness in in them. Yeah. And but the biggest reason why we don't is because we fear rejection. But nine times out of ten, when we're vulnerable, we actually get connection. So we actually ha- we have to be we have to be willing to risk rejection in order to have connection. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the rhyme of the day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And 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 coincidentally, that was. Um, point uh that my friend coach and mentor mike campbell uh said in in the previous episode is that those those times those times when we are um you know when we're looking back on our lives and we're feeling seen we're feeling heard we feel that we belong we get that spark of connection as i call it up the back of our necks like where we feel in that moment seen heard and that we belong when we look back at times uh, where that has happened it's because we've actually put ourselves out there we've been vulnerable we've we've you know we've we've spoken a truth and for gay men quite uh a, 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 oftentimes a really stellar stunning example of that kind of vulnerability is coming out mm-hmm. uh, and and being met with love acceptance feeling that we belong it's being seen heard and that we belong and yeah. not every example of vulnerability is like as as a headline uh, um you know has has that kind of headline of, of coming out the, the first time or or you know to ourselves or or to to others but whenever we speak how truth uh and and sometimes that's an inconvenient truth for others it, and including yeah. including ourselves this then goes into a whole lot of issues around being a burden and things like that which I want to get into um, yeah. uh, that then prevent us from doing it but what bringing back to your, your point Matt what is it that prevents a gay man from being vulnerable now like once they're out once they're, you know, they're, they've 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 realised that, you know, that they've been like they've had their coming out, uh, and life has moved on. They might be feeling lonely, not as a result of their sexuality, but as a result of other uh, other things in their life. What stops people from being vulnerable?
1: I would say there's a couple. There's a couple things. I would say one of them would be a lack of development of authentic self because they've been hiding for so long. They're not quite sure how to relate to the world because they're not sure who they are. Mm -hmm. They've spent most of their life denying who they are, that they're not sure how to relate to the world around them. So in order to be vulnerable, we have to be, we're, we're sharing our authenticity. Right, We're sharing who we really are, our true nature. And if we don't really understand that, it becomes um, it becomes a, 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 a more about learning about yourself before you can share about yourself. So that would be one of the things. I think second to that would, would probably be um, self-worth plays a role. Mm. Wanting to share who you are, um, wanting connection, but not feeling secure enough in your sense of worth. To show up and be loved and be liked and be connected to, because you're not having that relationship with yourself. I think that would be would be number two, and then number three that comes up for me would be um, a fear of rejection. I think that is the most potent, probably the, the 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 most immediate one that we we feel. I think the other two are a little bit more running in the background, mm. and then, and then when you have the fear of rejection, that's like the the instinctual. Thing that pops into our minds before we're about to share vulnerably that says, "Don't do it. <clears throat> You're going to regret it, right?" So I think we're led we're led astray by the fear of rejection. But the underbelly of it, that the, the really the roots of what we want to work on is our developing our sense of authentic self and developing a deeper sense of worth. Yeah, and those things can allow it to be to be easier for us to show up authentically and vulnerably.
0: Hmm. I feel. Um not, not. I fear. I feel that that's right at the core of the issue is that fear of rejection, and so not only is it, uh, you know, the the like the, the the stigma of loneliness, and this is what I wrote in my um, in my blog post of the same um, same name, which listener, there's a, there's a link in the episode description, but. At its core, I believe that loneliness and admitting that we are lonely goes to our worthiness. Yeah. Uh, and Matt, I know you do an awful lot of work around shame, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, worthiness is quite often a a. Um, like goes hand in hand. A lack of worthiness goes hand in hand with feelings of shame, uh, and and responses to those those feelings. How is the um, how is loneliness for you connected to lack of worth?
1: How is loneliness connected to lack of worth? Mm -hmm. I would probably say, it comes back to to the quote, right? Or the question, How, how can you allow yourself to be connected to and or loved if you can't allow yourself to be seen, right? So when we're feeling like we're not worthy, the last thing we wanna do is put ourselves out there (laughs) for connection. And we experience loneliness. It's kind of a triangle, yeah. Right? It's like here's here's um, our lack of worthiness. Here's our loneliness. And then when we try and go up to f- establish connection, we can't make it. We don't have that foundation to to, to kind of get to that place. So I would say they're directly li- related. They're directly linked.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I I I, I, I could not agree more <laughs> um, because I as I said in that in that blog. Uh, blog post loneliness in admitting that we are lonely is admitting uh, on many levels indeed probably every level that we are uh, a human who is uh, unworthy of Mm -hmm. connection and of course that's not true of course, that's not true. Like when we say it out loud and can analyze it with a reasoned mind. But that's the feeling. That's the feeling of loneliness by saying, and, and I remember saying this uh, in a previous episode of, of the podcast, coming out, admitting out loud that I was lonely, that I do still, as a human, feel and experience loneliness was harder had more stigma to it than coming out as gay. Uh, and we are, uh, as a society, you know, we, you know, as a human, like, we are, like, we, we, we must have that connection. We must be connected um, because, you know, if we're, if we're disconnected, we risk, um, uh, we risk we're, we're vulnerable. And there's that vulnerability word again but yeah like as 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 you've said we need to be vulnerable to then come back into that that state of connection and that can that vulnerability is indeed that that huge hurdle that we that we fear what stops us from taking, I'm going to go with that hurdle thing. What, what state takes us from, from taking a run and, and, and jumping over that hurdle.
1: The hurdle of, of what, what's this, the specific hurdle that you're saying? Yeah. About? Yeah.
0: The, like the, the, the hurdle of like going, okay, I'm lonely. I've realized that I'm lonely and the way back to disconnect to, sorry, the way back to connection is about, uh, is, is having to admit that I need more connection in my life because I'm lonely. But yeah, okay. there is that there is that hurdle, um, mm-hmm. and you know it can be surmised uh, under the term vulnerability. But I want to dig yeah. into that term a little yeah. more.
1: Yeah, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Um, <laughs> what comes up for me is the word neediness. The word neediness is the judgment of loneliness. We apply that label to lonely people and we then apply it to ourselves that lonely people are needy and they have needs. And when we're we're in a place of of underdeveloped self-worth, having needs triggers the shame we have about having low self-worth. Because when we are worthy, we also apply a judgment that we don't have needs anymore, that our, all of our needs are being met because we're worthy, we're confident, we're, we're all these things. So I think it's reframing what it means to have needs. Is Why is neediness a dirty word, right? We're human beings. We have basic needs. We have emotional needs. We have... Um, spiritual needs it's good to have needs and we one of the things that that indicates somebody having a a strong sense of self-worth is what knowing what their needs are and when we know what our needs are we're more inclined to want to protect those needs to have and to have those needs met and that's where boundaries come into play right so we can establish boundaries so we protect our sense of self um so I would say, yeah, one of the biggest barriers probably to people wanting to reach out and establish connection is the feeling that they have, which is probably likely shame around being needy. I don't want to be needy. I don't want to impose myself on other people.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole theme there of being a burden. Mm-hmm. And I want to. Uh, I really want to un- unpick that some more. Uh, because I for me that completely resonates in my own personal experience like all I don't want to, I don't want to impose you know and and because you spend so long spend so long as as humans uh, cultivating the facade of you know particularly for men um, uh, but not exclusively the domain of men, um, you know, putting the the, the the facade, building the facade that we've got all our shit together, we know how to do everything all the time, and to ask for help is that, 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 that weakness. Mm.
1: Um, I, call, I call those the three C's. Calm, cool, and collected. That's how we all want to be seen as yeah. men. Yeah. right we're calm we don't have needs you know i don't need you and i'm cool i want everybody to see me as like this like happen in person and then collect it i have my shit together right these are all judgments and labels we put on ourselves to try and appear to be a certain way and yeah. it pulls us so far away from our authenticity and it prevents us from being vulnerable so yeah. i like how you pick that up yeah
0: and and thank you um because yeah it is it's really hard like there are so many layers to you know i'm mixing my metaphors here forgive me but you know there are so many layers to to get through before we can take the take the leap um and and it is you know the the judgment the judgment of self like i you know my experience and and i don't know how it is for you matt um and and how it was for you but like the that like working through that um uh working through the process of getting to loneliness. It's like you know, and I remember it coming up like the thought came up a few times before I actually like went huh, right, maybe I am and accepted it. But I'm like, no, I can't be lonely. No, no it can't be loneliness like that, that I'm feeling so shit within myself that I'm I'm feeling like a fraud, I feel like um, you know'm I'm, I'm occupying a shell uh and you know that 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 you know it it became exhausting um uh putting you know like maintaining that facade of of being cool calm and collected, having all my shit sorted all the time, knowing exactly how to respond to every situation that life put you know uh put put uh, at me and i remember i remember dismissing that that initial thought. I'm like, huh, maybe I'm lonely. No, no, can't be lonely. Got friends, you know, surrounded by people, um, and, and things. I'm just thinking, you know, of, of the listener here and, and the experience that he might be, uh, might be having of, you know, not only like getting to this place of like sitting and having coffee with us, and having, you know, and, 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 you know, beginning to think and feel through those thoughts of, of loneliness. And I, I imagine, listener, you are, and, and viewer on YouTube, you are very well acquainted right now with the feelings that you have within yourself that, um, you know, what to do next, what to do next in order to feel that connection, to get that connection. What I want to ask there then is uh why do we or how do we map, and in and by asking how do we specifically how do you work through those feelings of uh you know i guess inadequacy you know the 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 neediness the perception of being needy the perception of uh, uh of being a person who is of less worth how do you when you experience loneliness how do you work through those
1: hmm. oh my god there's so many answers going through my mind right now <laughs> i'm like how I'm okay do I organize it how do i organize it my adhd brain is going crazy um, <laughs> okay so let me try and unpack it all um so f- yeah there's so many ways to approach this so the, the, the first thing i want to say is that i'm a, a total recovering perfectionist okay so i used a maladaptive strategy <laughs> To deal with the inadequacy, to deal with the neediness, to deal with all these things, I perfected my environment. I, I controlled people's perceptions of me. I was a master people pleaser. I did all the things to prevent myself from having to sit with the inadequacy, to sit with the shame, right? So the first step in doing this this, this work um and i'm still doing it i'm I'm by no means like a healed guru or anything like that i'm still doing this work and i'm walking along the path i just happen to have people that i walk along the path with now because i'm vulnerable right and I, i allow people to connect with me um in my inadequacy in my shame in even in the way that my my perfectionism expresses itself so um but one of the one of the best things that we can do in this work is align to our body um, a lot of, a lot of us as gay men, we're, we're very, very, connected to our sexual body, but we're not connected to our inner emotional body. And they're completely two different experiences of, of, of our body. And, um, so the mind for us is, is the experience that we have of, I'm not good enough. I'm not this enough. I'm not that enough. And we're constantly critiquing ourselves. We're constantly judging our emotions, um, and we're pushing them down okay and when we push our emotions down we're pushing them down into our body (laughs) so we need to have a relationship with our emotional inner body and we need to be able to connect with that so i would say one of the first things do you want to do when you're wanting to allow yourself to have more connection in your life is to learn to connect with yourself because you can only connect with people as deep as you've connected with yourself that is that's the law That's a law of consciousness. You cannot get around that one, okay? Unless you're being fake. And that's what a lot of us gay men do. We walk around being inauthentic, thinking we're connecting with people. And then at the end of the day, we feel so disconnected from people because we're not letting people actually see who we really are. Yeah. Right? So when we, when we allowed ourselves to be seen, that's when we're like wow, like this person gets me. And that's when we step into things like alignment and, and we start to attract people, um, by being who we are, we attract people that are like, like attracts like, right? So, um, and then once you've established this sense of connection to your inner emotional body, you're going to start to notice that you're going to have more, um, presence, right? And presence is the key to being authentic. And and when, before I answer, I always align myself to my body. And I'm like, what is my body feeling like it needs to say right now? And that's why I take moments to pause before I speak, it, because it gives me alignment. And then from that place of alignment, I'm able to share. So um, the the relationship with the body is key. Like I, I could not have done this transformation if I didn't find stillness even if it's just 5 minutes of stillness every day to connect with your body and feel what it's resonating because your your truth your your brilliance your intelligence your essence your everything that you are is in your body yep. and the mind is just this this mechanism of distraction that takes you away from that um, and I don't want to label the mind as horrible because the mind is good for problem solving, reading, articulating, like all these things. But we, we can't have an imbalance between the two or else we lead with ego and we find ourselves disconnected and lonely.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I think I've just thrown my neck out um, from nodding <laughs> so much. Uh, it, it really... <laughs> wow. Wow. Because that, that really uh, um, plays into uh, something that I talk about um, in when I talk about connection. So, you know, of my three themes in my work, there's loneliness, authenticity, and connection. Uh, and, you know, connection is not equal. Uh, and, you know, when we, as people, hear that, you know, the antidote to loneliness is connection, we often... Can run to connection to other people. We can run to connection with our community, and that's great. That can that can um, scratch the itch of connection, but yeah. Matt, what you just said really um, plays into the, the and the, the first of the three pillars of connection that I call them, and that's connection to self, because unless we are truly authentically warts and all. You know, light and shadow—the the good bits, the bits that we hide from the world—truly, authentically ourselves. Every other bit of connection thereafter um, is not. I don't want to say fake, but it's not. It's not genuine. It's not one hundred percent real, and yeah. it is. It, it, it continues to paint construct whatever like you know whatever verb we want to use there for for you know maintaining the illusion you know keeping the facade going um yeah. and that not only is you know there that stigma to connection like sorry to, to, to loneliness but getting to authentic connection uh is you know uh um what we need to do like once we've actually admitted allowed ourselves we've allowed ourselves to feel uh you know as you said you know put the brain in neutral uh and check in with what's going on in our bodies uh and where we're not in alignment uh and then to work towards getting the connection that we need that's brilliant that's brilliant. And my mind now is whirring at a thousand miles an hour. Um, <laughs> and how do we, how do we, map in working through the stigma of loneliness, knowing that we need to be vulnerable, Knowing that we, you know, and, and, you know, vulnerability sounds wonderful. It's noble, it's inspiring, it's beautiful when we see it in others, but fuck, it's so hard to do in ourselves, right? How do we, how do we do vulnerability? That's a loaded question, but how do we do vulnerability if we're to work through the stigma of loneliness and, you know, how what do we say? What do we do? Hmm.
1: I'm, I'm taking a, a course right now. Every Tuesday night from 7 to 10, it's called Authentic Relating. And um, I'm learning a lot. I'm being reminded of a lot. <laughs> My background is in counseling. So I've, I, I know a lot of this stuff, but I don't know a lot of this stuff yeah. right now. <laughs> here right it's good it's good to bring it back down into myself so i would say there's a couple things that stand out for me and i would say one of them is going to be welcome everything it's a principle in authentic relating welcome everything uh the thing about about vulnerabilities we we don't want people to see our shadows we hide these parts of ourselves and and we first have to make peace with them within ourselves so welcome everything that comes up and uh and and try not to judge it i would say that's the first thing and um with vulnerability, it's really important to reveal to yourself first. Um, oftentimes, we lead with a vulnerable thing, and we just lead with it. We don't reveal it to ourselves first, and then we we might experience some repercussions of that. And and we call it like the vulnerability hangover. Yes, <laughs> right. We, we we share too much. We overshare, and then the next day we're judging our experience. So I would say reveal to yourself first, and go at a pace that feels feels comfortable for you. And a, a way to look at it is is. We have three zones: we have our comfort zone, our learning zone, and our anxiety zone. And oftentimes, when people first start learning this work around authenticity and vulnerability, it's like they think they that they're in the vulnerability Olympics, and they have to like hurdle all the way to you know from their comfort zone into their anxiety zone. But it's 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 about taking steps that feel safe for you, yep, and um, and checking in with yourself. So make a disclosure, then check in. What's happening in my body? Right, what's happening in my mind? What, how is my my mind trying to judge this experience for me? And pull back and and be patient with yourself. Be gentle with yourself, and uh, and always stay within your learning zone. And if you go into your anxiety zone, I always say whenever whenever I have a, a disclosure that's too heavy or it feels heavy, I always find someone who's very safe, my best friend, and I I connect with them and they help bring me from my anxiety zone back into my learning or comfort zone, so I can reestablish establish my myself, um, my sense of self, right, and and feel safe again.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Matt, that answer was brilliant. That answer was brilliant, and of course, I mean it. It in saying it out loud, it becomes like it. It, it, it is a self-evident truth that you know to be vulnerable, you need to. Um, uh, and and sorry. To work through the feelings of of loneliness and accept the loneliness and then come back to authentic connection with ourselves with other people and with our community however we define community uh how like to do that is to be vulnerable and opening our mouths and saying something And and sharing our Sharing our story Sharing our experience Risking it feels The judgement of Ourselves And from others How How do we How can we identify The person who Has uh, Like you you said You know I I need to Speak with my best friend Mm. Uh but when we're lonely, when we're lonely and you know, it can feel that. And I'm going to write on this, I've been doing a bit of thinking about this uh, over the past few weeks. But when we're, when we're lonely, we turn into self saboteurs, we become arsonists who burn bridges left, right, and center. Uh, and you know, the, 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 the bridges to other people. How can we? uh I guess reach out and how do we identify and then reach out to someone in our lives who we can go you know what I'm not cool calm and collected I'm actually deeply unhappy I'm deeply like I feel shit (laughs) Mm-hmm. You know that yeah. that could be the extent of the language that we could put around it. Yeah. How do we identify that person when it feels when it can feel like no one is in our lives mm. to receive that?
1: It's a really hard question. You know what comes up for me is the tagline for my, for my business, or one of the taglines, I love me a good tagline, but uh, <laughs> um, one, of the, one of the taglines is, if we own who we are, we'll attract what we need, okay? Um, it's a cycle. These people that are excessively lonely because they're not allowing themselves to be seen, it comes, there comes a point where you have to stick the stick in the spoke and you have to stop it from spinning. Okay, that's the courage. You have to align yourself to courage to take that first step to allow yourself to be seen so you can have connection, right? It's like what came first, the chicken or the egg? You're in that predicament. So you you it's it's the only way out of that predicament, the only way out of your loneliness is to establish enough courage in in you to reach out to somebody. And if we're talking about identifying people in our lives, listen to your intuition. Listen to your body. The mind is going to have every excuse and every reason, which is the ego, of why you should preserve your self-image. Why you should hold on to this this cool, calm, collected persona, right? You'll, you'll have every excuse in the mind yep. to do that. So that's why we need to draw our attention away from the mind we don't stop the mind this mind will not stop it's 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 just a hamster wheel that's always going and we we get good at drawing our attention away from the hamster wheel and bringing it down into the presence and the truth of who we are which is which is residing in our body and and that's part of that is is our intuition and when you draw into that you will naturally align to people who are ready to receive your truth because you're resonating in the energy of no longer continuously judging yourself right when you judge yourself you're 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 attracting people into your life that are going to reflect back to your own inner experience of yourself so you'll reflect back to people who are going to judge you mm. so when you stop judging yourself you're going to actually attract people who are ready to resonate with self
0: yeah
1: yeah be more vulnerable and authentic so again my answer to most problems (laughs) i'm finding it's like it seems so my counseling seems so easy lately because it's like just go into your body (laughs) just go into your body and and, and now the work I'm doing with a lot of people is training them and showing them how to make this journey going down into their body. And the very first book that I wrote was, was called Be the Space. And it's, it's a loving guide to creating inner space through present moment awareness. It's basically my journey from head to heart and how I did that and teaching people the, the recipe that I use to, to make that transformation happen. And um, I'm, it's been about a year. Since i've made this transformation and my life's completely changed yep i am i am so aligned right now that i just naturally things come to me when i need them i don't have to really be pushing for it or, or using resistance or control or any of these things it's just i'm so aligned because i'm living my truth that things come when they're meant to come and they're so fulfilling because the universe knows what i'm about because i'm living with authentic with the most authentic aspects of who i am so um yeah, that's a long-winded answer, but hopefully that answered it. <laughs>
0: no, no, no. I, I, no, I don't. Uh, it, no, it wasn't uh, a long-winded answer. In fact, it was tremendously inspiring. It was tremendously inspiring, and thank you. Uh, it, 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 and I recognize that it is one thing to give that answer, but it's another. Uh, it's quite another thing. Another thing entirely. To do that answer.
1: Oh yes, yeah.
0: Um, And and at the point, uh, uh, well, at that point, it well, it gets to the point where you know we can perceive, we can read, we can listen, we can watch, we can consume information. But at some point, and this has been the the topic of the last two conversations. Uh, the last three conversations on connection over coffee with the loneliness guy has been switching from uh, awareness to the doing. And so, Matt, what was, you know, it wasn't long-winded at all, it was actually beautifully succinct, was, you know, uh, the, the summation of what has been, I'm sure, an absolute shitload of work within yourself. Yeah, um, and it's awesome that you're then showing others, other gay men, the way, or not mm. the way, a way to getting, way, yeah. yeah, to getting back to, uh, back to themselves.
1: Yeah, you you know what it was for me? It, it, I stopped doing. Uh-huh. A lot of uh, what it's like. What can I do to not be lonely? What can I do? Do do. Everything's about doing. We live in such a masculine-driven culture that the masculine energy is so dominant that we think we do our way out of everything. Yeah. Right. And a lot of this work is about being. Connect to the divine feminine. Connect to the beingness. Connect to your five senses. Root yourself into the earth. These are the things that are really so effective in this work. Is the opposite of what we think we need to do. We're all hustling around, hiring coaches, hiring therapists, reading this book, doing this, doing that. And that has its place. Don't get me wrong. 50% of the place is that work. The other 50% is beingness and allowing the integration of all that work to, to take place. And to take root, if we don't allow our time, our 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 self stillness for integration, all that work is for nothing. It just sits in our consciousness, in in our mind, and just spins on the hamster wheel. It doesn't allow it to actually integrate into becoming the new cellular intelligence in our body, so it can therefore infiltrate our experiences and our through our energy, right? So, yeah, and, and and I'm so passionate about that because I hustled for so many years i hustled and i spent so much money and time and, and energy on all of these things that i was trying to f- fix myself i was on this journey of, of fixing my defectiveness and 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 i was using perfectionism and i was using all these modalities and things and i didn't allow myself time for my central nervous system to just like take a breath and allow all those things i was doing to finally be absorbed by my by my uh, my soul really my soul my heart right so yeah
0: i that sound there i don't know if that came through uh but that was the sound of my mind being blown uh because (laughs) you're hilarious (laughs) thank you um it is Why? I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm, I'm not, like, uh, for me, when I hear, you know, spiritual, like, you know, as a uh, raised Catholic, Catholic-educated, you know, all that level of, of shame about sexuality and, 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 and you know, um, Catholicism. Uh, when I can still struggle within myself after having done a lot of work within myself, doing work with other men um, uh, within themselves, uh, uh, you know, I I understand the importance of spirituality and I have switched my perception of spirituality from, you know, being told how many ways I'm going to go to hell... Uh, in a building every Sunday morning to you know there is you know it, spirituality is connection to what's more what's beyond um you know however that's meant to like be be defined but it's like you know going and you know climbing a hill and looking at the mountain and looking at the view and being awed that that's that's really you know important in saying all of that I continually find, in my life, that I am walloped around the head by the universe uh, to like read a book to you know like it's a book that someone you know that that over the course of two or three days like I hear you know I see on social media or I hear from friends making recommendations that I need to read this book you know multiple times in a few days I'm like okay universe I need to I'll pay attention I'm going to get that book um, and. This right now, what you just said, that hustling, that hustling, the doing, the doing is like for me, what blew my mind just now is like, this is exactly the issue that I'm, I'm wrestling with within myself right now, within my, within myself and within my work. So, you know, I, you know, we talked a little bit, uh, before we press record about accepting, you know, this is the year to, to, to receive. I'm now going to be taking that that wisdom, uh, and and working to sit with it, like allowing it to to to, to be, uh, and then weaving it in to my day um, uh, today. Because you're right, it goes to that hustle, the hustle for acceptance, yeah, and. When we are lonely, bringing it back to the stigma of loneliness, that the, the, the stigma in and of itself is around the, you know, that, that lack of worth. And if that is not one of the most horrid experiences, one of the most horrid feelings for a human to, to, to feel, yeah. Then I don't know what is. Yeah. No. And that right there is, to me, don't know about you, but the stigma of loneliness and doing, being. So both the doing beyond that and the being beyond that, that's really hard work. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I laugh because I... The beingness has been the most beautiful aspect, but it's also been the most painful aspect because I... I'm always asked to be in stillness and me and stillness are best friends and enemies all in the same experience because (laughs) it's so, it's so painful sometimes to sit in stillness. Right. And I, I really want to let the listeners know that the, one of the best mantras to lead with in this work is welcome everything. Because when you stop and you, you stop distracting yourself and you stop repressing your feelings and you want to move into beingness so much stuff comes up. The mind gets extra chatty, the heart starts to ache, all these things, your body starts to have these feelings and experiences, allow everything, allow it all to be there and don't judge it because it will happen and all it is, is I I like to also live by the mantra that um, when we have these experiences that come up for us, they're, they're releasing, they're not being relived. Right? We have this like emotional onion that we layer up inside of us from all of these emotions that we've never allowed ourselves to experience, and they need to peel off. So, when we set, find stillness, that's when they peel off. So, if you find yourself laying in stillness and all of a sudden you just start crying, uh, welcome it, allow it because you know that your onion's peeling back and, and and the smaller your onion gets, the more space you have inside your body for joy and love and, and abundance and all these other beautiful experiences we're wanting to cultivate as human beings, right? And connection, which is how we can draw it back to loneliness. The more the more you shrink your, your inner emotional onion, um, the more space you have for connection to alleviate your loneliness.
0: I, yeah, again, lost count of how many times I loved what you just said it yeah. is yeah it, allowing ourselves to experience the unpleasantness to experience mm. the feeling of loneliness and experiencing it for what for, for what it simply is is that invitation to ourselves uh, our body's way of inviting us to get the connection that we need
1: yeah
0: Obviously, obviously, this almost goes without saying, but I need to say it anyway. There is no easy way back. There is no fast way back to connection. There is no, you know, basically once we get to chronic loneliness, once we've allowed that seed of disconnection to germinate within ourselves, let it take root uh, um, and turn into a fully-fledged, you know, giant sequoia tree. Uh, within ourselves and it's become chronic loneliness like it is hard work but it's the work of life yeah and I've said I've said this a couple of times to uh, to guys that are in a, a um, group uh, coaching program that I run um, and about connection you know connection is not something to do you know it's not a rainy day project it's not a side hustle it's not you know something that we do when we have enough time it's not something that we do when you know some certain criteria in the future has been been met it's something that we must do daily you know moment to moment and it is as important to us humans as potable water and non-rancid food
1: yeah yeah
0: and but it but it requires us to as you say matt to let go of the ego let go of the cool calm and collected you know the 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 facade that we've got uh, that we've carefully constructed that we've expected that we've how we've responded to um to to what we feel is expected of us yeah for whatever reason
1: yeah yeah
0: and allowing that to be. Wow. Yeah. Beautiful.
1: Yeah. L- loneliness is like um, a sign, a sign that your body or your mind is giving you that it's time to tend to something within, right? And oftentimes I would say the best approach is to tend to it within yourself and then seek out connection after. Right. If we just, if we're not tending to the thing that's there and we're just looking for somebody else to tend to it for us, that sometimes can backfire on us. Right. So it's important to have both. We're, we're, we're biologically and neurobiologically hardwired for connection. So we need that as well. But we're also neurologically hardwired to need to tend to us as well. So it's, it's nice to have both in, in, the, in, in your toolbox for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Matt, I know you need to to move on and and get on with your day, and the listener also needs to to, to get on with their day. So um, we'll, we'll wrap this coffee up. Mm. But this has been absolutely beautiful. I've just really enjoy, like, enjoyed is is paying you know is is understating this 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 conversation mm. um, uh, enormously. But before we move on, how can the listener find you?
1: Um, so everything is on my website. So if you just go to Matt m a t t l a n d s i e d e l dot com, Everything's there. I'm on Instagram at inspired to be authentic. Um, my book is called be the space you can find it on Amazon and just by typing in my name, it's my only product. Um, so yeah, that's <laughs> that's the spiel. But everything's on my website. So if you just go to my website, you can find everything there.
0: And listen, there's going to be a, a link to, the, uh, to Matt's website uh, in the episode description. And Matt, finally, what's next in your quest for world connection and authenticity or authentic connection domination? What's next? What can we look forward to?
1: Well, I have a few things coming down the pipeline. I'm working on a course on self-worth and that'll be—it's uh, a couple months out yet—and then I uh, have another course coming out that's uh, with uh, three other coaches or two other coaches um, within the Brotherhood, and we're going to be um, we're going to be offering a course on shame and how to move through shame. Um, so yeah t- two courses that I'm really excited about coming up and then um, just a lot of collaborating right now it's really cool I love collaboration because I've spent a lot of my career not collaborating and just really working within myself and so it's nice to be able to work with people and share ideas and creativity and stuff like that so yeah, uh, yeah.
0: nice 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 as and as collaborative is my is my first value I like that, that completely uh, echoes yeah. and resonates with me So Matt, Listener, I do want to say in in wrapping up that as tempting as it is to work through the stigma of loneliness, to work through the thoughts and feelings of loneliness, be it short-term loneliness or chronic loneliness alone, we miss a almost, almost perfect, near to perfect uh, as it gets, um... Uh, way to connect with people Uh, in doing it alone we completely miss the point we can Mm -hmm. only come back to connection with ourselves, with others and with our community um, with other people so including connecting with ourselves, we need help to connect with ourselves so listener uh, look Matt's work up and also consider becoming a subscriber to the loneliness guy and for a monthly uh, fee of 9.95 australian dollars which is about six dollars fifty seven dollars us a month come and join a group of other gay men who are working through the thoughts and feelings of loneliness uh, in a kind, supportive, and in a challenging way where we go to both do connection and allowing that connection. You can't do it alone, and indeed you. the temptation, as I said, is to do it alone, but you simply can't. Come get the support that you need and give support to other gay men and go to the lonely... Uh, yeah, the dot com forward slash subscribe for more details for that. But Matt, I just want to say how profoundly grateful I am for you coming and having coffee with us today. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, just want to, yeah, just so thankful. Thank you.
1: Yeah, I'm. Gra- I'm grateful that we were able to have this conversation. And this is what I live for connection and authenticity um, and inspiration and I'm leaving feeling all of those things so thank you
0: all sounds that you heard in this episode were recorded at prefab eatery on Jesse Street Wellington all views expressed in this episode are my own and are intended to support challenge and inspire gay men to consider the issue of loneliness and And increase awareness of the need for authentic connection with themselves, with others and their communities as an antidote to loneliness. They are not intended to, nor should they, replace the advice of a licensed helping professional. Please consult the resources page on my website, thelonelinessguide.com, if you feel that you need the services of a licensed helping professional. Thanks for listening.